common sense. It's not so common anymore. That's why we need Scott Inez more than ever. It's time for Inez Says. Welcome you to this edition of the Inez Says Podcast. Scott Inez in today. Appreciate you being here. You can find me all over the radio on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 as I host Orlando's Morning News for Joe Kelly here over the next few weeks. Enjoying that gig. And you can also check me out here on the podcast. You can find it most everywhere you get your pods, including Spotify, the WDBO app, and WDBO.com. Well, I always look forward to chatting with Brian Kilmeade during the week. Brian's radio talk show is 9 to noon every day on WDBO in Orlando. And of course, Brian does a great job at Fox News. And this week, we chat about a variety of topics ranging from a bipartisan commission looking into the January 6th march on the U.S. Capitol to New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. Here's that chat now. A House vote slated for today setting up this bipartisan 9-11 style commission for the January 6th riots. It's expected to pass a lot more pushback in the Senate. What are your thoughts on on the politics being played here with this potential 9-11 style commission? Brian? I don't know. I, well, you, just by your question, it just shows it's working. They, they do not want to talk about what's going on globally. They do not want to talk about not making us, we're no longer an exporter of of natural gas and oil. We are giving up that mantle, the border, which is being overrun on a daily basis. We have to repurpose pandemic money to take care of kids from other countries. They don't want to talk about how the president just sold us out uh, to Russia with this Nordstrom 2 pipeline that allows natural gas to flow through our European Union allies who are being who we are told to protect against Russia, but yet they're now going to be, uh, I guess, uh, on the natural gas pipe uh, crack pipe of Russia, but yet we're the NATO nation supposed to look out for an invasion. That's why we spent all that money to be there. He doesn't want to, uh, to talk about what's happening with inflation. He doesn't want to talk about the doubling of gas prices. And the fact is the East Coast pipeline uh, is once again having problems. So after paying the ransom, literally through ransomware. So let's talk about January 6th again. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about uh, Donald Trump again. Because they got nothing else to talk about. Yeah. They can't talk about the fact that their left flank, including Congresswoman Tlaib, just humiliated the president on the tarmac in Michigan by yelling at him in front of the whole world, saying you got to defend the Palestinians, not the Israelis. Seven minutes. So, okay, let's focus on January 6th again. There's already four investigations into this. Let's do another. And I'm glad uh, Mitch McConnell has said I'm not doing it. I'm glad Kevin McCarthy says I'm out of it. And I don't think we should participate in it. I mean, the FBI is already scooping up people around the country, walking past ISIS and, and would-be affiliates of, uh, of al-Qaeda, you know, coming up on 20 years since 9-11. Let's focus on the Viking guy who was there on January 6th. Regrettable in every way. I thought President Trump's speech totally unnecessary. It was not the elixir to invade the Capitol. But that's a separate incident. We can't even afford to look back on January 6th at this point. Yeah. And and you mentioned President Trump. He's even saying, look, this is a Democratic trap that if you're going to do this, then you have to include the, you know, the violence and the mayhem created by protesters and rioters on, on the streets of America last summer, too. Of course. 
How stupid is it that there's still a mass mandate on the House floor? How dumb is it and insulting that we that the Democrats never bring up the ongoing daily riots that have brought uh, Portland and Seattle to its knees? How unbelievable is it that Black Lives Matter has looked at as an organization that doesn't support uh, racial issues but supports themselves? They came out yesterday for the Palestinians. I mean, is there a Democratic cause emerging that actually look, goes out uh, for American causes, that likes our history, that likes our allies? Is that possible? Speaking of Donald Trump, the uh, the New York Attorney General's office apparently is joining the Manhattan District Attorney in a criminal investigation of the Trump Organization. What do you make of all this, Brian? Total political hackery. Nothing. Ha- if something happened during those four years, I still would say, is that necessary? Because, you know, it's not uh, any scandal that affected the nation. This is all about political revenge. Anything that Donald Trump did right or wrong leading up to his presidency and through his presidency should have nothing to do with why he's getting attention now. So now all of a sudden, let's weaponize the IRS and other and the leading private law firms to go after a, a big business person who's got to make complicated relationships in 30 separate com- countries. There's got to be something there. And after four years of probes, now they're saying this is criminal. You could always find something, and believe me, something else Joe Biden's doing for everyone listening. He's trying to get billions of dollars to weaponize the IRS, he says, to get people to pay their fair share in taxes. (laughs) Excuse me? That's called (laughs) finding the IRS is going to nest in your accountant's office until they find a way to extort you for additional money. Same thing to do with the president. And I'd feel the same way if they were doing it to Barack Obama and Bill Clinton. My goodness, here in New York, the Clinton Foundation was just in, was just a super PAC for Clinton uh, political causes. It has collapsed since Hillary Clinton no longer is a viable candidate. That should be probed. They were located in New York. Uh, we don't even know where all this money went to. We know it went to huge influential uh, companies and things affiliated with uh Bill and Hillary Clinton, but now we got to focus on what Donald Trump did in 1998. You live in New York. Here you have Andrew Cuomo responsible for people dying in nursing homes during COVID. You have an Andrew Cuomo who's been accused of sexual harassment, and yet we here in Florida don't get his poll numbers are actually good. Please try to explain to us outside the state of New York. Attempt to explain why this man still has a gig in government. Well, all the good people in New York are going to Florida. They have had it. With this horrible governor, horrible left-wing legislature, who uh, everybody knows he should not be in power. I mean, just look at this. He's in your face. In the middle of a second wave of a pandemic, which our numbers are insurmountably high, we'll never pass it. Another city will never pass it around the country. And where you countless have countless major decisions uh, that have cost lives, now you have a situation where um, he writes a book gets $5 million in advance for a book nobody wants to read to a governor that now suddenly people have made it to a rock star. $5 million asked his staff to help write it during business hours. And now it sold 50,000 copies, probably most of them are bulk buys from Democratic uh, organizations, and now it's going for $1.99. They're not even going to publish the paperback. During that time, he gives inaccurate, uh, inaccurate figures on nursing home debts. He said there were 6,000. There were 15,000. He took infected patients and put them back into the nursing homes, and they're investigating now whether there was a financial incentive to do so. So if there's a real investigation, uh, this guy is going to be uh, ripped out of office. 
But so far, they only put $250,000 to an investigation that includes nine accusers. That is not a lot of money. I think I know what book Brian does not have in his library there at home on Long Island. Brian, Nor thank you. most of America. Yeah, that's a good point. And again, appreciate the chat with Brian Kilmeade, heard 9 to noon every weekday on WDBO in Orlando. Thanks so much for joining me on the Inez Says Podcast. I'm Scott Inez. I'll see you next time.